The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Nikki Spagnola. And it is time for another edition of Mick Shots inside the SWBC Podcast Studio here at the Star in Frisco. And as you can tell, Everson Walls is going <laughs> through the cut list of the National Football League as we speak. Sad if, news. Whose name might be on Sad that list? And, and this is for you, Bill. <laughs> Man, I saw it last night. Like, damn it, it didn't make it this year. Colt McCoy. Oh, yeah. Colt McCoy got cut today. Colt McCoy. Yesterday. Yep. Yeah. Colt McCoy, yes. That was a that was a surprise move by the Arizona Cardinals after they made the trade last week for Joshua Dobbs mm-hmm. from uh, Cleveland. And they have uh, in camp uh, the University of Houston quarterback, whose name escapes me as we speak right now, <laughs> uh, out of Hebron High School at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with Kyler Murray on pup uh, to start the season. You just knew they'd keep him, yeah, right? You would, th- you yeah. would think. Yeah. And this applies to the Cowboys because game number three, week three, what are the Cowboys doing? What are they doing, Bill? They're They're playing the Arizona Cardinals. (laughs) Oh, okay. So Tyler's out the first four games for sure. He's on the pup list. And uh, now uh, they're going with a quarterback who does not – of course, Colt McCoy doesn't have a lot of experience in this league playing games. He has a lot of experience in the league, though. But that was a surprise move. And how many more surprises might we see as we uh, uh, hit the deadline of 3 o'clock this afternoon? You know, I don't think we're going to see many surprises here. I think it's pretty – We've already had one. I haven't had a chance to talk to you guys about it. I bet we could do it right now. And and Clayton Toon, um, producer Supreme, reminded me. Clayton Toon uh, is the quarterback. Oh, thank you, Chris. University of Houston, Arizona. (laughs) And his brother, Nathan Toon, um, they were record-setting quarterbacks at Hebron High School. Go ahead, Mickey. Where was I? You were... distracting right (laughs) i said we probably won't have you know it seems like we haven't done a podcast in forever since friday a lot's gone on there has been a lot that has happened since can someone can someone please talk to me about what's going on with this whole new uh transition uh, that we just had, this transaction, rather. The, and, and that would the be the Trey transaction Trey. for Trey Lance. Dude? What is happening? Somebody tell me what is going on. Well, we had Everybody's our, asking me questions like I'm the expert. Last well, time we convened was <clears throat> Friday morning, and uh, this season apparently is going to be a lot like past seasons, that the breaking news happens right after we get off the air. And it was a little, it was a few hours after we got off the air Friday evening. Uh, word breaks about the Cowboys trading a fourth round pick for Trey Lance. How about the way Will Greer played? I called Bill, I'm sorry, I called Spags right away. I called him right away and wanted to know what the heck was going on and what did he know about it? And did he know about it? When in we advance. were on the show. I That's knew no. about it. No, no. I just was No one me. knew about it until checking. the 49ers called. The Cowboys apparently. didn't know about it mm-hmm. uh, until it, it went down. And, um, you know, 
My my feelings on it is they sort of have taken a shot in the dark with a fourth-round pick, hoping that it pays dividends down the road, either as developing a future backup quarterback or developing a quarterback they can flip for better draft choice mm-hmm. than what they traded for. I got to say, he's, I mean, I don't, know, played. I, don't know, I don't know if I'm glad he's here or not. He know? hadn't played any football. <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the big biggest deal on mm-hmm. this whole deal. Well, and I think that the biggest thing is his youth. I mean, he's only 23 years old. Mm-hmm. And I think what this team, and Mike McCarthy's talked about it, they like having – they're established starting quarterback. You've got a veteran backup. They have that in Cooper Rush. Mm-hmm. But they also like to have a young develop quarterback, a de- developmental and, quarterback. And he's, he's younger than the one that we already have. He's five years younger than 23. Right. 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 Yeah. I mean, he is and his experience level. I mean, he is the same age right now. Even though he's been in the league, this he's going into his third year in the league, he is the same age Dak Prescott was when he was a rookie. <laughs> That's right. And Dak, when you look back at Dak in college, he yeah. was a basically a three-year starter at Mississippi mm-hmm. State, had played a lot of football, had led a team for a long time. And Trey Lance, for one year, it was a 16-game national championship FCS season. Mm-hmm. He led North Dakota State North Dakota to State. where they always go, to the national championship <laughs> right. game and right up the road in Frisco. <laughs> and then the next year was a COVID year. They only played one game, and so he declares for the draft and becomes the third pick in the draft. And we've seen over the last two years, I mean, a year ago at this time, he was the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. And was doing pretty well. Two games, he gets hurt, and now and then Brock Purdy comes along after Jimmy G got hurt and so here we are now but from a developmental standpoint he hasn't played very much football well here's the here's the not very much football he only started one year in high school his senior year no this is like me since his (laughs) as a quarterback since his senior year in high school at north dakota state and at san francisco he's only thrown 420 passes Think about that. Hmm. He played 16 games and then one game in COVID year because then they decided they were playing in the spring, and Mm -hmm. he said, no, I'm going into the NFL. To me, when he got drafted, he wasn't even 21 years old. He was still 20. So when I wrote, I said, this is like quarterback abuse. I, I mean, he has not had any time to develop and when he got his opportunities in San Francisco, he got hurt, right? His, his rookie year, uh, he ended up with a sprained knee, and then he broke a finger, and I read where it was his index finger on his throwing hand, mm-hmm. and he could never straighten that finger out the entire year. And then the next year, they give him the starting job, and in the second game, he suffers a kind of a Dak-like ankle injury. And that was it. Yeah. And now he comes in and plays, what, one, one preseason game, maybe two? And they were like, no, we're, we're out. <laughs> you know, if he was a fourth-round draft pick mm-hmm. like he should have been, then – Like that should not like, have like, been. Yeah, like, like that, that should, should not, not have been, been right? right? People would say he's right where he should be in his career right now. Mm-hmm. But since he was the third pick in the draft, <clears throat> you got these higher expectations for him. To Mickey's point, he threw a total – 
uh, in that one season, 16 starts, he only threw 287 passes because of the type of offense he was That's in right. North Dakota. He ran State. for yeah. 1,100 yards. Yeah, yeah. And, and think about it. So 420 passes since high school. <laughs> Dak threw 460 his rookie year. <laughs> so he, he, he hasn't. You know, and I hear all these people talking about what they saw in in a preseason game. He hasn't seen enough. He, no. You got to see. You got to play. That's why I always look at college quarterbacks that come out early. If you don't play enough in college, you're not ready for the NFL. I'm sorry, and I guarantee you, he was not ready for the NFL, and it wasn't his fault that it San was, Francisco. It wasn't just that he was he was young. Is he has even less experience as a college player. Exactly. Right. You know, a lot of guys come out early. Come out early. And Mm -hmm. I I remember Blaine Gabbard at Missouri. He came out a year early. He wasn't ready. I could have told him he wasn't ready. He got to uh, the NFL. Was it Jacksonville, I believe? He wasn't ready. And he still never developed the way he should have. Okay, This guy so, has not played so, enough football. Uh, we had a quarterback the other night that looked pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Right. But he was, he was playing for his practice squad life, right? <laughs> well, he was playing for his, what he hopes will be, a veteran backup job in the NFL, a number two job in the NFL is what he, another team. On, on this team. On this team, no, he was. He was going to be was, at best on the practice. Yeah, squad. that's right. my point. Right. That's my point. Yeah. Now you've got uh, Trey, and Trey, he could be that guy. He could be that third string guy. Right, we talked about this. How he could be the if, guy on the fifty-three man roster. He could be on the fifty-three man. That's that's a worst case scenario. That's a worst case scenario. He could be, if things work out well. This is what I was talking to you about. Let's say he starts to develop, and this is a good system for him. This is a great system mm-hmm. for him. All of a sudden, he starts to develop. Like, okay, I get this system. I like this coach. I like Schottenheimer, maybe. And all of a sudden. He's looking better than Greer. Then all of, he's, you can see while his athletic ability might be able to, you know, transform him into a second string. And I think that's what right. the idea was, yes. to develop a second string, a backup quarterback for the time being. They've got two, two years, yeah. right? He, he's on his third year. Mm-hmm. Next year is the fourth year. This year, by the way, his base salary – would save them $68,000 compared to Will Greer's yeah. base salary. Yeah, Because yeah. he's in his fifth year, right? And they he's, gave him away. They just gave him away. Yeah. They ate a lot of money. They did a lot. Like, like $11 million. Ooh, man. So you have to, you have, they had to really be disappointed in what they saw. Well, John Lynch said uh, that night they were playing a, preseason game mm-hmm. and he was on their broadcast in the second quarter and he basically said we're ready to win now and so they obviously you know you know attach their uh wagon to brock purdy mm-hmm. and then sam darnell as sort of a veteran backup that the they don't number have three guys brandon know. allen and yeah and brandon allen mm-hmm. and you know when they told him he was going to be the third guy he said well i I'd like to be traded. And it's like, okay, well, you got your wish. And they're happy to get a fourth-round pick for their mistake pick. 
See, it wasn't his fault he was the third pick in the draft. No, it wasn't. And it wasn't his fault that they gave up three first-round picks and a third to move up from 12. They got a lot of criticism for that. Yeah, and they should. They got a lot of criticism for that. Because guess what? If they stayed at 12, (laughs) they could have drafted Micah Parsons. (laughs) Or they could have drafted Micah Parsons at three. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and no one, and even though they would have been heavily criticized, think about that. Think how much they would have been criticized if they had traded three first-round draft picks plus a third to move up to number three to take Micah Parsons. They would have been ridiculed yeah. left and right. Mm-hmm. And But now looking back on it, that would have been a great trade for them. Yeah, but if, Could you, you know. imagine Parsons alongside Bosa? <laughs> On the other side and of Warner, Warner. And, if you look, and if you look <laughs> at it, right. yeah. and see, everybody panicked that year. So Trevor Lawrence goes number one. Zach Wilson, how'd that turn out for the yeah, Jets, yeah, go number yeah. two. He goes number three. Justin Fields, number 11. And I believe Mac Jones was 15th, 15th yep. if I remember. So at 12, the Cowboys took Micah Parsons. Mm-hmm. And they traded down to do that, wow. by the way. So, yeah, I mean, you know, he didn't say, hey, trade three first-round picks for me. And and if you remember, around that time, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, they they were brilliant. Yes. Right? They sure were. They, they, now they, not they so had much. This, they had this league, yeah, <laughs> figured out, right? And then it's like, oops. So... Sometimes you take the eraser out and say, okay, we got to move on. And odds are Lance is not going to see the playing field. The Cowboys hope he doesn't see the playing field uh, this season. Mm -hmm. And so now you go into next year, and he's going into the last year of his rookie contract. And you could be at a point there where there's nothing that says the Cowboys can't extend him and relieve of some of that, I think it's a $5.3 million yes. cap hit for next year. Yeah. And it might be in Trey Lance's best uh, interest to redo his contract here with the Cowboys if he likes it here, likes the coaching staff and so forth, where you have him for longer than these two seasons. Yeah, because – they're not going to pick his market up. is not going to be out there uh, if he doesn't never play. Right. You know? and, and somebody asked, are you going to pick up his fifth year option? The fifth year option <laughs> no, is not. probably like twenty eight million dollars. <laughs> yeah, come on. I don't even think you need to ask that. Right. So 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 did, did Will Greer do anything for himself? Oh, I think night? I think so. I think in, in a lot of ways, not only what he did on the field, but how he handled the whole situation. Mm. It, it, that opened up a lot of eyes probably around the league. Yeah. Um, I so mean, I, should we give Dak a lot of credit for for Will Greer's? Uh, yeah, research? that's right. I mean, <laughs> that play calling was. <laughs> he knew his talent, right? Uh-huh. It's like that's okay, right. I'm going to cool, call though. to he, his talent. Cool, he right? knew Hunter Lipke's talent too, which <laughs> yes. brings me to another point. Uh, who were your picks to click on Saturday night? Uh, y'all remember? I, I, mine was Bohannon. Okay, Clinton yeah, Bohannon. mine was Bohannon. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I, I remember you, mine. Yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> you don't you remember knew mine? he was going to play forever. You don't right? remember right. yours. That's the question. He yeah. don't remember That's because he didn't do very well. He'd remember. I, I forget mine when they don't do well. Hunter Lipke was my pick to click. No, mm-hmm. I think I took Eric Scott because he, he always did. he always he sure makes did. a play. He sure did. I'm not sure he did, but. Uh, he was out there for a lot of plays. Lipke, no wonder he he didn't have to go get oxygen after the game. Mm-hmm. 
they wore his butt out. How did Bo, how did Bo Hannon do? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I think we'll get into cutting this this roster down, but to go back to Greer, now he did it against Somebody said, well, he did it against, you know, guys that aren't going to be playing in the league. And I'm going, he was doing it with guys that That's aren't going to be playing That's my in point. the league. Yeah, you're playing with the same caliber of guys yeah, on offense. That you're playing yeah. against. So, yeah, and that offensive line was pretty shaky. Um, and I know we're going to get into that. We'll look good scrambling off into the pocket, getting out, you know, running the ball. That's- All right, so um, – I think Babe Laufenberg, I was driving home Saturday night listening to the postgame show on the fan, and Babe Lauf- Brad Sham was on, and Babe called in when uh, Brad was on the postgame show, and he presented the question, does this do anything for Will Greer's trade value leading up to Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Would there be a team out there willing to give up a seventh-round draft pick for Will Greer? No, they you, the immediate you, if if they think there's other teams that are interested mm-hmm. in him because they know he's going to get cut mm-hmm. right yeah. he's getting cut <laughs> right. uh, but if you want to if you're in his status he's not subject to waivers to waivers right so you would have to start bidding against other teams not mm-hmm. n- you know not from a trade standpoint but a financial standpoint mm-hmm. so. Uh, if so you, you like throw one. I mean, the obvious team out there who might be interested in Greer would be the team that had coach, has coaches on that staff that have worked with him before, and that would be the Chargers. Where is he from? He went to West Virginia to school. Mm-hmm. Now, it's, I'm glad you asked that question because he started his college career at Florida, and Doug Nussmeyer was the offensive coordinator That's at Florida. That's where I remember him and, from. And Nussmeyer, That's where I remember him from. So Nussmeyer knows him from back mm-hmm. high school, basically, in North Carolina. And he's the quarterback's coach uh, with Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator with the Chargers. Mm -hmm. So you would think that might be the landing spot for Greer. They have Easton Stick as their backup to Justin Herbert right now. And And so so Kellen Moore knows him. And they they cut Max Duggan yesterday, their seventh-round draft pick. Uh, Kellen Moore knows him. Nussmeyer might have been the reason why he ended up here. Um, So, yeah. So a team like that, if they – want to make sure that they got him then or if it was another team then they could and he's basically making the the fifth year minimum it's one point something million so he looks like a, a california guy he's got the the hair the facial hair got the look i can yeah. see him in, in san diego yeah and then the other one is washington ron rivera oh, is the head LA coach Charles. there um <laughs> He was a third-round pick of Carolina when Rivera was the head coach there. So there's another one. When they they have Sam Howell as their starter and Jacoby Brissett, but they are in the market for quarterbacks, obviously. All right, we're just getting started By the way, let me throw this out when we finish with Trey Lance. He did get here yesterday, so he was in the building. They've already started working with him, and we should get an opportunity uh, to do an interview with him uh, at some point today. Here on Mix Shots? On Mix Shots would be really nice, Yeah, it right? would be. All right, we continue with Mix Shots in just a moment. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. 
Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to mixed shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. That was your best read yet. <laughs> I like roofer. And you've got a script in front of you now. That's the difference, right? Yeah. yeah. You're not ad-libbing it. Right. Thank okay. God. Thank God. All right. We uh, count down the hours now to the deadline. The teams in the across the league have to be down to 53 players by 3 o'clock this afternoon. And we have a and interview with Mike McCarthy, a press conference at 3.30. 3.30, so right after that. Make sure you listen. Okay. DallasCowboys.com. And Mickey is ready to cut players right I am. now. You want to start? You start. Quarterback. <laughs> we took we care of that it. one. I, there's going to be three of them, okay? Now, the uh, the debate will be at running back, because I think we know two for sure, Pollard, and I would say Rico Dotto, will you give me that? We know three. And we know three. Yes. And the third would be? Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn. That's right. <laughs> and then after that, do you keep a fourth? And Bill is a proponent of keeping Hunter Lipke. Mm-hmm. I I just on Sunday I was thinking about it, going, you know what? Because before Saturday night, I mean, I thought, okay, Hunter Lipke is your perfect 
practice player. Okay, he and hadn't done hadn't had an opportunity to do anything in the preseason. And then I watch him on um, Saturday night, and then I'm thinking I look up. You know, his history a little closer, ran a 4-6 <laughs> at the 40, at the combine in the 40 and 37 vertical. He's got the athleticism to be a good special teams player as well. And with the Cowboys situation at linebacker, I'm sitting there going, okay, Hunter Lipke, Malik Davis. I mean, if you're, if you're keeping four running backs, okay, and we've seen Malik Davis – and okay, one thing that goes through the minds, perhaps, of the scouts and coaches here in the front office is, all right, who can you get to the practice squad and who – and so, anyway, Hunter Lipke entered my mind as uh, well, a guy that – That sounded I'm, like a major stretch. But, I mean, you but were think really about it. stretching that. But wait, well, think about it this way, though. You saw some of his capability mm-hmm, in that game. Mm-hmm. He's pretty versatile. And who's going to help you more on special teams, Malik Davis or Hunter Lipke? And I don't know that that question. I don't know. You guys would know. Well, that I'm looking. I'm looking at his body type, Lipke. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He can. Looks like he'd be willing to go down and make some tackles for me, cover punts, kickoffs, um, block. Uh, I, I I can see. You know, on that first kickoff, a, a return, they had Rico Dottle. As one of the, what do you call the two before the guy that catches the ball? <laughs> Whatever that line of defense is. The wing? Uh, on the kickoff. On the, on you the said kickoff. the kickoff. Okay. Yeah, kickoff return. I thought you were talking punting. Mm-hmm. No, kickoff return. It, you know, you have two guys in front yeah, of Yeah, we got return. you. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and and, and Dottle is there. <laughs> so, anyway, I, I just think he can do more for you uh, and probably get Malik Davis on the practice squad. And... Um, Let's face it. There's a lot of running backs going to be cut. Right. A lot of running backs are going to be out there too. Yeah. What what Lipke his position versatility on offense intrigues me as well. Just because he's what around 240 pounds. I mean, he could develop into a fullback type two, as well. Actually, 245. They okay. They got listed 245 at the combine. He was 232. Um, and so. Some with your tight ends, if you had an injury at tight end, whatever he can do, some of that H back stuff that right. we see Sean McEwen do uh, with the tight ends. I think there's there's some value there. But when you're cutting down the roster and you're having to figure out, okay, I've got X amount of injured players, and I've got to, but they aren't injured to the point they're out for the season, but they got to be on the 53 and they may go on IR to start the season. Then you got to take risk with certain players. And so you enters your mind is Lipke a guy that would get picked up on waivers by another team? That's a that that can you get him to the practice squad? Yeah, or, or can and, you, and Malik can you, Davis for that matter? Can too. you get him through? Yeah. And then sign them back after you put somebody right. else on injured reserve. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's the question there. Okay. Why so are we, we going with four running backs? Yes. We are going with four, going whether with it's four. Malik Davis or Hunter Lipke. Yeah. We're going with four. And I, and, and I think if it's Lipke, it's four. If it's Davis, it might be three. Okay. How about wide receiver? Mm-hmm. You have the five who did not play in the game yep. on Saturday. So you're assuming they're going to the make big three it, right? plus uh, Tolbert, Tolbert and, and Turpin. Turpin, and, Turpin. and we're going to count Turpin as a wide receiver, not a yes. specialty guy. All right, 
So do you keep six? And if you keep the sixth, to me it's, it comes down between Jalen uh, Brooks and Simi Fahoko. Okay. And now yeah. which guy's going to help me more on special well, teams? based on what you just did with the running backs, then you're going to look at the wide receivers the same way. Right. Fahoko is bigger guy, uh, ready for special teams, played special teams already. He's already done that. Based on your logic on running backs, seemed like Fahoko would be the guy. And the only thing, if it's a tie, Brooks was your seventh-round pick. Mm-hmm. So, and Fahoko was your fifth-round pick right. two years ago. And this is his third. So I think the other that's difference a is The other difference is where are they in their career? And Fahoko's going into his third year. You mm-hmm. only have him under control for two more years, and you have Brooks for four years as a rookie. So do you? And do you, do you and even what consider... is Brooks? What is Brooks' upside as a receiver? Mm-hmm. That's that's going to be their debate. I kind of like Brooks. I do too. All right, tight end, keeping all four of them. Yes. All right, meaning we're keeping McEwen. That's right. Yes. I just think he does too many different things for him to let him go. And I think somebody would pick him up if you tried to get cute and release him and then try to sign him back after you put somebody on IR. And it that that decision became much easier after John Stevens, unfortunately, tears his ACL. Mm-hmm. Next question. He was Move on. We're it. keeping four tight ends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, offensive yeah, line. Yeah, I figured you'd get all – uh, emotional. You get I got, emotional about this. This. this I got. I got my starting five. You got right? your starting five. And after that, I'm sucking air through my teeth. I think Matt Forniak makes it. Okay. Uh, He's one of your as, interior guys. Then. As as Guys's either my backup center, center and can play some guard. Mm-hmm. After that, if you look at how they were rotating the offensive linemen. Uh, in practice last week when they didn't have Zach Martin and Tyron Smith taking all the first-team reps. Mm -hmm. Awesome Richards came in and got first-team reps at left tackle, and T.J. Bass came in and got the reps at right guard. And then Ball gets hurt, so he's headed to IR. Um, and, and I don't so he know is headed to the, I, uh, I don't a know season for ending the season or which, but, and the difference there Everson is if it's right you make the if he's you put him on IR now he's out for the year right. if you can put him you can have him on the fifty three mm. and then he would go to IR and then you can bring him back one of those two things season. is going to happen because McCarthy said it's a multi week injury right so we'll see where so the, the question they have to decide is. Do they feel like that he can be a contributor in the second half of the season? Right. And then they got to find enough guys like C.J. Goodwin that they can cut and tell them, don't go anywhere, we're going to re-sign you after 24 hours. Didn't we have this same problem last year? Yeah. Every year we Every have the year. same problem. That's crazy. Yeah. And backup yeah. offensive linemen. And yeah. so are you going to keep three? Are you going to keep four? So, all right, who and are your – What do you do? You with, mentioned Farniak. And, and Awesome Richards, and then T.J. Bass is another Bass. one that I like. So that's eight, and now do you keep well, let's go. And he he had the shoulder subluxation, but he came back and actually practiced last week and played in the game. Um, 
So that was somebody they thought they could develop. Uh, after that, I, I just don't see him keeping Odoga. He, and he's another injured and player. And he's still injured. And I don't know if he's worth, you know, saying, okay, we're going to keep him and then put him on IR. You might just do an injury settlement with him. I keep thinking you can't make the club in the tub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I and see And he's been right out there. for three weeks yeah. with a uh, hyperextended knee that caused a bone bruise. Um so yeah, Ugh, that would that, that one, sounds ugly. That would that. How many are you, how many offensive linemen will they have on their fifty three when it's all said and done? Well, you'd like nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd like to keep, you know, three of them active on game day on your forty eight. Um. So, I would be looking at the waiver wire. I think for maybe a more veteran guy. I saw one veteran-type guy got cut. He was a former first-round pick. Hopefully I can say his name right. Ifedi. Jermaine Ifedi. A&M guy. But he's bounced around the Bears, and then I I can't remember who just released him. Um, But he's bounced around a little bit these last couple years. Okay, let's move to defense. All right. When we come back here in just a moment (laughs) on Mixed Shots. (laughs) Moving along. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese-to-sour-cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Back back to mixed shots.
the 2023 <laughs> Dallas Cowboys season at AT&T Stadium is right around the corner. And limited single-game tickets are available now. Don't miss your chance oh, to see your Cowboys live at AT&T Stadium when they host the NFC East rival Eagles, Giants, and Commanders, plus the Jets, Patriots, Rams, Seahawks, and Lions. Visit DallasCowboy.com slash tickets or SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. You are out of practice. That's a, Mickey, that's you a are much, mouthful. He is out of you practice. You were much better on that other one. <laughs> he yeah, is right? out of practice <laughs> when way it comes too to long. lengthy reading. Part of it is there was a false start at the beginning. <laughs> well, you're supposed to be ready to read it right uh, away. That's right. You, yeah. were, you were slow off the snap. It was the opposite of a false start. <laughs> I was Every, The rest of the offense moved. <laughs> Mozzie Smith. I was Mozzie Smith. He's still <laughs> standing holding the ball. That's right. <laughs> Okay, uh, we're going to defense now. Speaking of defense, as Mickey continues line. cutting the team, mm-hmm. earning favor with so many behind the scenes here. <laughs> okay, These players are not going to want to talk to Mickey when so I'm, they make the team. I'm looking at this uh, in numerical order. Mm-hmm. Right? Numerical order. Okay, Sam you can't Williams. Can do this by positions. Sam you Williams. Do it by their number. <laughs> Sam Williams. You good with that? Number fifty-four. Okay. Yeah. Dante Fowler. Fifty-six. Mozzie Smith. 58. Demarcus Lawrence. Okay. 90. He jumped up. <laughs> Dorrance Armstrong. 92. Good with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Junior Fihoko. Okay. Good with that. How many are we at now? Six? Oh, or five? What do we got? I was, Three, you had me four, confused. Five. I was keeping That's up with six. numbers. That's and... six. Jonathan Hankins makes it. Yep. Osa makes it. Chauncey Golston. And I think their decision will come down between Gallimore and Quentin Bohana. So there were nine, I think. I had nine before and I got and to so those So they're going to keep one. ten. So keep ten. So Does that sound right? Yeah. Did we say Parsons? He's not including Parsons in the I'm, group. He's, You're not? He's listed as a linebacker. So they're here. keeping 11 defensive linemen. Yeah. And so you might just keep ten. I mean, nine and count Parsons as your tenth, right? Mm-hmm. Do it by interior and uh, okay. defensive tackles versus defensive ends. All right, so defensive ends. you got Williams, Fowler, Lawrence, Armstrong. Fihoko's kind of been doing He's a both. tweener, yeah. Uh, and so is Golston. And Golston's been – they kind of moved Golston inside. Golston and Fihoko are yeah. both. So those are kind of boats. So no Bahanna. So besides Parsons, of edge rushers, you've got four plus Parsons. Williams, Fowler, Lawrence, Armstrong. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then however you look at Golston and um, who was the Fahoko. other? Fahoko. Yeah. Okay, so those are two. And so your other your defensive tackles, tackles otherwise. are Mozzie. Okay, one. Hankins. Two. Mm-hmm. And then Gallimore. Three. And Bohanna would be four. Mm-hmm. If you look at Golston, he's he's four, right? And right now, they the way the, moved the, him the way you see, did, did you say Osa? Okay, so there's three. There's Mozzie, Osa, and Hankins as your strictly interior guys, right? And then, right. so you need a fourth in there. And and I I think they look at Golston as a tackle. Okay, so the fourth would be Gallimore. 
And then Gallimore would be five. Five. Right? Yeah, five and five. So that's 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 the decision they have to make. Mm-hmm. Now, to me, I've made the decision already. Who do you got? Gallimore. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree. Me too. With you. Not because he went to Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> He's a veteran. He's a veteran. He put his work in. All right, linebackers: Parsons, Clark, Vanderesh, Vanderesh, and then you've got to figure out: Is it? Harper, who kind of played well, mm-hmm. and he's could be a special teams guy. And then what do you do with Cox? Mm-hmm. Malik Jefferson, they were given a chance. He, he was somewhat hurt. banged up. And then Isaiah Land, who they sort of like as a kind of twofer guy, linebacker he's, slash he's, pass rusher. I look at him as an edge, but yeah. yeah. And but from a special team standpoint, he's the same mold as a overshone. Right. And although bigger than overshone. And then what it, and then Cox, they gotta make a decision on. Mm-hmm. Are you keeping him? So how many uh don't consider Parsons? Okay, if I don't consider Parsons, mm-hmm. then your linebackers are Vander Esch, Clark and Clark and Yeah. Harper Cox. That's five. That's four. Four. I mean, you definitely obviously have to keep a couple of linebackers you know, as backups. He likes six. That might be a position. You're looking at waiver wire, too, on that, yeah, or looking, veteran guys I'm that looking, have been released out yeah, there. Uh, that's a position and, I'm looking out And for. using maybe the practice squad also. Because What about using one of the big safeties? Are we doing that? And that's yeah, other, and that, yeah. that can happen. They, they play but, into it, too. But here's yeah. my deal. If Vander Esch or... Marquis, you forgot Marquise Bell. Well, I counted him he as put a him defensive as a back. Yeah. But he's been playing linebacker. Well, in kind of their chain... Okay, so here, answer my question. Leighton Vander Esch or Damone Clark get hurt? Who's my other starting linebacker? That's where it's... That's... J. Ron Curse. No. <laughs> Who else you got? That's Not where against you got run. Jabril Cox and Devin Harper in that mix. Right, exactly. Yeah. Marquise and, Bell is an is a sub package linebacker. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's the part to me that they're that's thin a, at linebacker. You, you figure out how to keep Bell on the roster and you slide him into the linebacking core because you have so many safeties you want to keep. Right. But to me, he's a special uh, kind of a specialty mm-hmm. linebacker, right, on my change-up defenses. But I'm looking for a core guy to take Leighton mm-hmm. Vanderish's spot mm-hmm. if he gets hurt. You got Damone Clark. Do I have to then say Parsons is a linebacker? Well, they're down. Uh, Overshone basically took. Overshone An- messed this whole thing. <laughs> he basically took Anthony Barr's spot. Yes. Okay. And so that's who they were. They were replacing Anthony Barr with Overshone. And we talk about Gifford, but it's but it was yes. Anthony Barr's spot that he right. took. We only talk about Gifford from a special team exactly. standpoint. Okay, who I think so they are they there, are the in way. need of a linebacker. Yes, yes. So, and I I just don't know that you want to keep getting older at that spot. Mm-hmm. Like saying, okay, we're going to sign Barr back. Um, but is Gifford, is he ready to play? No, Gifford's gone. I know, but if you were to sign him, consider get, signing I, him oh, back. Oh, I see. Yeah. You got, 
you got uh, two minutes to get into what Everson has been waiting for, which is corners <laughs> and safeties. I kept 10. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know if they can. Start with the starters. Okay. It's less confusing. <laughs> okay, so we're you got Gilmore and Gilmore Diggs, and Diggs. you got the three safeties: mm-hmm. Donovan, Wilson, yeah. Curse, and Hooker. Okay, so there's five That's right there. Five. Then after that, Deron Bland, mm-hmm. corner. He's a starter. Six. That's six. There's your six starters. Um, C.J. Goodwin's going to make the team, <clears throat> but he may not make the team today. Right. Um, Eric Scott, I think they like. Okay. Fifth round Marquise draft pick. Bell. Okay, safety. And then they've got to decide on Wanye Thomas or Kelvin Joseph, I think. Okay. So no Nashawn Wright. Nashawn Wright, what about him? Well, you got to decide on Wright and Mukwamu also. Yeah, mm-hmm. So there's four, yeah. there's four guys right there. Now, Mukwamu was playing late in that preseason game. It's clear we need to expand the roster. Yeah, you remember last year when you said, "Did you cut him?" I said, "Yeah, I got it down to fifty-five." Right, <laughs> and then three special teams guys, right? Yeah, when you look in the Sean right, I thought he did well at the end of last year. See, but he's in a boot still. Ah, man. So he's one of those that okay, if it's, if it's going to be four weeks, you get it. You have to keep him on the fifty-three, mm-hmm. and then you put him on IR. This is Marquise. And then Jordan Lewis is another one who's on pup, and he can stay on pup to this start. This is Marquise I think Bell's chance. I think they leave really him on, on pup, pup, which is four, weeks, four yeah. weeks. I think this is Bell's chance to to step out and show what he can do. Yeah, I no. mean, this is really his chance to do that, not just be some guy that's a good story, right? But somebody that can go in there and be considered part of the package. Well, they started using him in in Overshawn's spot mm-hmm. uh, on the nickel defense. <clears throat> Position flexibility. See, and the other thing you got to figure out, we keep talking about cutting somebody and then signing them back, but how many do you have in that category mm-hmm. beside uh, C.J. Goodwin and maybe – Deep uh, snapper. Sieg. Trent Sieg. Sieg. Yep. There's not – I don't think there's anybody else you, you sneak through. So that opened up two spots for today That's to get two. someone to IR. Right, and is there another one that they feel like they can say, okay, just go sit over there and then we'll we'll bring you back? I could think do we, it. We, a lot of options as far as DBs. You could do it mm-hmm. with Cooper Rush. A lot of options for DBs, a lot of options. You could do it with Cooper Rush. Okay. Unless somebody comes and slams a big contract at him. <laughs> And he says, "Sayonara." This this late in the season, late in the yeah, that would be just pre-season. like the Cowboys oh. to do that, and then get caught yeah. after all the talk. No, I'm not getting caught, oh. but just all the talk about. And then everybody's like, "Oh, they only kept one quarterback, <laughs> two quarterbacks, and Trey Lance is the backup." <laughs> okay, don't say that, Bill. Don't bring that up. I don't want that brought up. All right, so that does it for our. I think we Cut covered down it. Day right? edition, and yeah. I don't know that we got anything. Soft. Kickers, kickers. <laughs> no, he, he's here. He's got it. He made it. Although some, who just cut cut their kicker? Um, uh, uh, Cade York who was Cade York. Go. Yeah, local product. Right. No, yep. somebody else did too. And they, t- Cleveland tr- cut him. He was a draft pick, and uh, they traded the Packers. For, I think the Packers cut a punter or something. 
Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. All right. There will be a lot of cuts later today. 1,184 people. All the action is going to start the next as soon as we sign off. will be at 3 o'clock this afternoon. And we'll be back on Thursday after the smoke clears That's right. here at the Star in Frisco. Be ready for our, uh, You're supposed to say, go, go Cowboys now. Oh, go Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?